Hi, Matthew. Dave Christie, Orchard Mining. I'm the president and CEO of the company. Um, Orchard Mining is a gold-focused exploration company. However, we have a strong nickel optionality with our nickel project, which Wailu Metals is currently in, earning into. And we have two uh, key gold projects, the Kegavik Gold Project, uh, which sits right next to the West Raglan Nickel Project, and our Jatel uh, project in the Abitibi. Uh, Dave, good to see you. Um, I haven't seen you since you were in London in June. Um, and thanks for coming on board and giving, giving us the uh, update. Um, I'm just going to open with a question that's on everyone's lips about most companies uh, in the sector at the moment is, how is a small company like you possibly going to survive an economic downturn like this? Well, that's a good question, Matt. You know, at the beginning of the summer, I was looking at our, 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 our finances and I thought, geez, we're we're going to be pretty dry by the end of the summer if, if I if I don't do a financing. So I, I did a financing during the summer and uh, at, at much higher share prices than we currently are sitting at. Um, I, th- I thought they were low then, but uh, they're really low now. So um, so we're we're well financed for the year going forward. Also, you know, you have to look at our company. You know, 25% held by Alamos Gold, so they're very supportive. Um, also, we have our nickel project, Wailu Metals, is earning into. They just spent almost five million dollars there. Uh, that's not our money. And they also pay a 10% management fee, so we collect that as well. So that helps our, our balance sheet uh, and allows us to continue to go forward, both on the operating side and the administration side. So we're not hiding. A lot of companies out there are probably not not, uh, not moving forward on projects right now. They're probably just going to uh, mothball them for the winter. Okay. Well, okay. That's that, that's comforting. So we can wipe our furrowed brows and uh, and move on to what have you been doing since we last spoke. So um, should we should we just talk about the West Raglan um, and and what just because Wiley's it's a little bit of an outlier in the sense that there's an earning going in there. So what has happened? What is going to happen? Yeah. So just as a reminder, the West like West Raglan project is a 713 square kilometer project, very large. We sit about 90 kilometers uh, to the west of the Raglan nickel mine, which Glencore operates. It's probably uh, one of the best world-class nickel assets in the world. They produce their uh, nickel and, and copper basically for free. The platinum, palladium, and cobalt pay for it. So it's very rich mine, very high grade. We have the same type of mineralization on our West Raglan project. Uh, in January of 2021, we signed an agreement with Wailu to earn into the project. They can earn up to 80% by completing a feasibility study and spending $25 million. Um, and then after that, uh, we have to participate to keep our 20%. Uh, this summer, they uh, did, uh, well, last year, they did a geophysical program and prospecting. This year, uh, they did a drilling program, about 2,600 meters, uh, nine holes uh, across the project on different targets. Uh, we hit nickel sulfides in a number of them. We're waiting on assays. Um, the, the Wailu guys were at site this summer. Um, and so we'll wait to, to see what happens with those assays and uh, what the next moves are there. But I, ex- I would expect a program next year as well. Right. Okay. And so um, what is the timing on that decision by them to either carry on or not? And what do you get back if they don't? Well, the anniversary date is in, in January. So I think they have a number of days after the anniversary date to make their decision. Um yeah, at this uh, time, I, I can't say what they'll do, but my belief is that they will move forward. Okay, okay. Um, let's, let's go to uh, Krikovic. Uh, again, what's happened? What's going to happen? Yeah, so Krikovic, you know, just, just a reminder, very large property as well. We have about uh, 395 uh, square kilometers of land. We actually added uh, uh, a bit to it this summer. Um, this, this year, we uh, drilled 2,700 meters there, 14 drill holes. 
most of it was concentrated in the uh, the area where we think the source of the Anik boulder train. And to remind you, we had a 3.7 kilometer long boulder train with grades up to 648 grams per ton in that boulder train. Um, and so that was the sort of focus of the work. And in that drilling, we've discovered uh, an area of uh, very strong quartz carbonate alteration and veining, uh, lots of sericite alterations. This is like the ingredients to a gold mine. Uh, and we're sort of very excited about what we found. So we're waiting on assays there. We, we've got less than 30% of the assays back to date. Um, so we're quite excited to see what we get out of those assays. Um, but you know, the most exciting thing is we found the same type of material as we see in uh, the boulders, which is a very good thing to find. So we've got the same kind of quartz, the same kind of alteration, same kind of uh, iron carbonate alteration. So uh, whether we found the actual exact spot or not, we know we're in the right system now. Uh, which is key. And it's a huge area. It's about two kilometers by one kilometer wide as far as the quartz carbonate that we've seen uh, in drill holes and at surface mapping we've done there. Um, and just to remind you, the, the Kigavik project, before we started working on it in, in 2016, uh, had seen zero work. It, it is a brand new gold district. There's not 40 years of exploration history. Uh, we are the first to explore it for gold. Um, and uh, even even other metals, there was two drill holes by Falconer Bridge for nickel, and they walked away when there was no nickel. So this is a brand new gold district. Um, we've probably spent about 30 weeks on the ground to date, uh, so it, it hasn't had a lot of expiration uh, at this point in time. Uh, so it's basically what we've done, and that's it. Okay, okay. And I want to jump to Gital because it, it just to sort of cover cover that off broadly, headline type stuff. Because it, I want to I want to go somewhere with you. So um, again, up, up and coming uh, programs at Gital Eagle. Yeah. So Chatel Eagle and, and the other Chatel projects are in the middle of the Abitibi. We're right next to a highway, uh, right next to Agnico Eagle's original gold mine, the Eagle Telbell. Um, so it's in a prolific area, right on the Cadillac. Uh, South Break, Cadillac South Break is the same break that goes through uh, Hecla Mining's uh, uh, Capsa Priority Mine and, and the Estrade Mine and so other, other deposits along there. We also sit right next to the Maple Gold, uh, Agnico Eagle JV, where Agnico has to spend $18 million to earn up to 51% on. So we're, we're, in, we're in a really good jurisdiction here and we have about 260 square kilometers of land in that area. Uh, we did a small drill program on the Chatel Eagle property in uh, the winter, this past winter. And we confirmed close to surface, uh, thick uh, mineralization up to 46 meters of uh, 0.97 or 1.28 grams over uh, uh, 28 meters. So very thick mineralization close to surface, but it also has some high grade in it because we still hit that mine horizon that they see at, at the old Eagle Tell Bell mine. So uh, in the old days, they only sampled the very shiny bits. Um, you know, the stuff with sulfides in it, we sampled the entire hole, and that's why we're seeing more mineralization than they saw in the past. Right. Okay. So appreciate this. So there we go. There's the, there's the um, project portfolio uh, discussed at a high level. Um, where I want to go with this is we, we get a lot of questions sent in by uh, investors looking for ideas and, and, quite frankly, strategies for playing the, the market. You, you've got a markets background here, so we'll, we'll use a little, little bit of that, which is, you know, how, how do you make money right and you know and i do respect day traders i, I they do something I, I i could never do um and i think in a market like this I also respect people who perhaps taking their money off the table and that's fine that's fine too but in, in in moments like this it's important that we try and identify companies that perhaps are heavily discounted 
for all the wrong reasons, but nevertheless, they're heavily discounted uh, and will be able to come out the other side, right? So I'm, I'm wondering, what are the things that you would point to about your business? You, you said you're financed through, you know, end of next year, and, and that's great. But what are the things that you're doing right? What are the things that you're doing that will get value and will, you know, allow you to kind of recover and get back to sort of share prices that perhaps you, you, you feel you should have should be at or previously were at? Sure, sure. Um, so when, when you look at our, our company, you know, well-financed, unlike a lot of guys who, who can't do that, we, we have multiple assets. A lot of junior companies have one single asset. So if it doesn't work out, you're done. Uh, so, you know, by having multiple assets uh, and, and hedging uh, our expenses, like with Wailu earning into the nickel project, so we get the benefit of their dollars. Um, so you're sort of hedged like you're owning three companies here because we have three huge properties with lots of bets on each one of them. Um, so that's that's one thing. So plus we have a lot of results on the come from our summer programs. So for West Raglan and Kegavik, there's a lot of results yet to come out. Uh, so in the next couple of months, you're gonna see a lot of news releases on those two projects. Um, and then we've got our upcoming winter program in Chatel, which is the, you know, the, the cheapest project of all our projects because it's next to the infrastructure and, and very inexpensive. And in this time when we're in the market suffering, that's the best place to have our next, next uh, expiration effort. Uh, but it's also an area that hasn't seen expiration since the 80s. Um, there's been no drilling on our, our project since then and until our pro- drilling this past year. So we're doing a geophysical program uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we will work on uh, a, a drilling program this winter. It's going to be, you know, 2,000 to 4,000 meters of drilling on the Chatel Eagle project. So that's a lot of drilling there, and that hasn't happened there in a long time. And, and our hope to, is twofold, to see if we can intersect or identify and expand that low-grade mineralization we found close to surface and see if we can get somewhat closer to maybe having a resource there. So there's value accretion right there if we can get towards a resource or at least see that a resource is possible. And then the other thing is we're going to drill a couple of the the old showings on the property um, that haven't been drilled since one of them since the 60s. So I I think there's things to look at here that uh, I think think will will show some contribution to value going forward. Right. It's it's, it's kind of that interests me. Um, Well well laid out, first of all. Um, We didn't even practice that one, did we? People think people think these are, I, I do layup questions and we practice these things. We don't. Um, th- that's actually quite impressive because we, um, you know, we, we. I think I think there's some st- strong winds like we're currently facing. It kind of shakes the tree, and you know, some some make it and some some don't. And I think there'll hopefully be a lot less white noise out there from not even marginal projects, but projects which never had a had a had a chance or a plan. Um, quite frankly, in the first place, but you, you still have to, and you're still responsible for being highly efficient with the capital. Um, do you feel that you're doing this, um, you know, mitigating risk by doing, you know, having three projects and, 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 um, and, and spreading that risk over those things? Or, you know, are there instances where a company focusing all of their efforts, all of their capital on one asset is actually okay? It will work. Well, I think if if you've made that big discovery and, and you continue to hit new numbers at at that that program, sure, yeah, then concentrate, put your money in that, on that, and maybe you farm out the other projects you have in your portfolio. Uh, but we're not there yet, so we're still in in the the more grassroots stage where we're looking for that that big discovery that's going to actually build the company. Um, so at that stage, I, I think it's more beneficial to have more than one asset so that you can 
hedge your bets as far as where the value is going to come from. So is there is there such a thing as like obviously what, the why, why loot earning is great, um, you know, and you've been paid a fee as well. What, what's, what's not to like? And if they keep going, then that's all good news. Um, with the with the other projects, you're ultimately defined by. Well, what is the next step? Is it discovery, or are there some stages and phases before discovery, which you would you would qualify as success, or is it ultimately just as simple as that? You need to make a discovery. Well, at Kigavik, it's it's having some holes that make that have some good results in them. So that's what we're hoping for. But I think we've already know we we've had geological success and technical success this, this past summer uh, without the assays. Um, and we had some, ha- we have reported some good assays, some eight grammars and six grammars. And those, those are good things we've hit. Um, but you know, we're still hoping for the bigger, the bigger numbers there. Um, so that's Kegavik. So it's still on the very grassroots expiration stage. We've only spent just over 30 weeks on the ground there. You know, so it, it's, it's early days on that project and it's a very large project, 395 square kilometers that's never been explored before. So put, put that aside. Uh, West Raglan, you've already talked about that. It's in Wailu's camp, and we're, we're working away there. And we've made discoveries there already. We're just looking to make more discoveries to add that to that inventory of, of lenses of nickel mineralization on that property. Um, but then, if you look at Chatel, which probably has the easiest potential to move to a value state where there's a resource, uh, because it's close to infrastructure, we can work there pretty well year round. Um, and we, it's much cheaper exploration costs. Um, plus, we, we already have a discovery there that was made in the 1980s, just they didn't fully uh, drill it out. And so we're now drilling it out. That's when we've, we've sampled the full core last year and found that there was big, thick mineralization intersections there, lower-grade mineralization close to surface. So at that project, it's more about seeing if the continuity that mineralization exists. Is, is there continuity involved in the mineralization we've already seen? And can we get to a resource on it? So that project's at a different stage. And I, I think that's why that project has the potential of add, adding value much quicker uh, than the other two projects. Right. Okay. So I mean, I'm sort of try, trying to circle in on, on um, what happens if the assays that, you've, you, that are coming kind of don't really move the dial. People go, well, okay, that's, that's nice. However, does it change your focus on uh, Kegovic or uh, Gital in in, this, in terms of the allocation of capital, because every dollar counts, right? Every dollar counts in terms of creating value in the market. Are you that flexible, or do you feel you need to just kind of stick to the, stick to the plan? Well, there's there's lots of things open to us as far as Kegovic goes. You know, it's it's a project that I know there's a gold deposit on. Um, it, it's just a matter of time. Um, and therefore I'm not going to walk away from it. Uh, do we take, if the markets stay the way they are right now, do we take a year off from it? Uh, I, I don't think so, but that's always an option that you have when you have more than one project going on. Um, I, I think we'll, by the time the spring comes, we'll be able to, uh, to continue with that project and move forward on it. So, um, you know, it, we'll just have to see and wait and see what happens there. But, uh, Chattel, like I said, is fairly inexpensive exploration. Uh, it's close to infrastructure. We can drill there all year long. So uh, we can reallo- reallocate capital there, especially if we're successful there this winter, uh, if, if we want to. Brilliant. Look, Dave, I um, appreciate you coming on. Bunch of assays coming back, something to look forward to. Um, I guess Wiley will let you know at some point after January whether or not they're they're still interested. And uh, Gital looks like you're, you're, uh, you're going hunting. Uh, so good luck with that. Okay, thank you.